Hey guys, this is Ed, Paul, and Anna of Current Brand Media, and we are here to tell you a little bit more about our sponsor. Sportsball is a great subscription service geared towards minor league baseball fans. Each box features a different minor league team. You get a box every three months with minor league baseball gear, including different styles of hats like Ed's favorite, the dad hat. The cost is less than $12 a month. Proceeds from each box goes to More Than Baseball, the only nonprofit dedicated to the well-being of minor league baseball players. We all know that Parents' Days are coming up this summer. So if you've got a mom or a dad or a grandma or a grandpa who are particularly difficult to buy for, but you know they're baseball fans, this is the answer, guys. Meet your new favorite team at sportsballbox.com. Is there anybody there? <laughs> I think the future of baseball really is these smaller markets, right? They're shrinking down the base, they're shrinking down the stadiums a little bit. A lot of the money's coming from TV. What's up, Dad Hat Crew? Ed here. And on this part one episode of the Dad Hat Chronicles, I bring you guys Lou. He is one of the guys that's really pushing uh, this uh, this uh, narrative to bring a major league baseball team here to Raleigh, North Carolina. Now, they have a grassroots movement. Uh, it is called MLB Raleigh. Uh, check out their website. It's really awesome. It gives you all the information in there. But he really goes into how he created that, that, that website, how they went about in creating the movement. Um, and now part two, we'll look into uh, a couple of the artists and then what it was uh, to really come up with a rendering of a uh, what a major league baseball team here in the, in the state of North Carolina would look like. So we're going to go ahead and go into uh, part one now. I really do guys do hope you enjoy it. Uh, if you guys like what you are hearing, please give uh, please give it five stars and then hit that subscribe button. But without further ado, guys, I'll give you the episode. All right. Well, I want to welcome you guys to yet another episode of the Dad Hat Chronicles. Obviously, you guys already know who I am. My name is Ed. And with me today, I have a special guest, guys. I have Lou from MLB Rally. How are you, my friend? How are you doing today? I'm doing great. I'm doing good. It's good for a uh, Friday night here. All <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, just get to hang out, you know, just two dads hanging out on a Friday night, right? Why not? Um, so, you know, I'll start with uh, with the simple question. Tell me, how did you grow up a fan of uh, of the sport of baseball? Um, yeah, so originally from New Jersey. So I come from my family is huge Yankee fans. Um, grew up northern New Jersey. So everyone mm -hmm. up there is Yankee fans. So my dad was a big Don Mattingly fan. Uh, yeah, obviously, he's like a huge uh, uh, Roger Maris fan. Yeah. And, um, so, you know, anyways, grew up uh, watching a ton of Yankees, played a lot of baseball. My dad kind of like forced me into it, but I uh, <laughs> ended up loving it. I uh, used to spend nights just, you know, sitting with him, watching baseball, him explaining it to me. Uh, and then I started playing it and that's it, man. I still, uh, I still have the MLB package. I watch games every night. My wife deals with it. Uh, she's actually a big Cardinals fan. So Oh, uh, okay. We fight, uh, we fight over which game we're gonna watch. So, yeah, that's so, tough. At least yeah, in my house, is we're all we're both the same, and you know we're both fans of the Guardians, yeah. R.I.P. Indians. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah, still, still a big fan, but uh, um, trying to trying to become a fan of a uh, of a Raleigh team eventually. I'm with you there. I'm with <laughs> you there. I liked, uh, you know, when I came across. 
um, your your Twitter account, you guys' Twitter account and uh, Instagram and even the website. I was like, hey, I like this. This is a good idea. I'm I'm all for this. Um, so so you know what? Let, let me ask you how how did this come about? Uh, you know, uh, I, you know, obviously everybody. The whole big thing is everybody wanted a team in Charlotte. There's a there's a downtown Charlotte Knights ballpark, so that's kind of hard for them to really have two teams in a downtown area. Right. Uh, this came about from first off years of me waiting for this area to get big enough to uh, have a baseball team and wondering. Uh, I think probably in like the early 2000s, maybe maybe even a little bit before. Uh, must have been like 2005 or four. Uh, there was talk about the twins coming here. Um, and so they were talking about coming to potentially Raleigh, Durham area. And then they were there was talk about them moving to like the triad Greensboro area. Mm. Uh, and that ended up falling through. So, I mean, I had like big dreams that that was going to happen. Uh, it didn't happen, um, but kept kept wondering, you know, like, is, is this area ever going to get big enough uh, and just waiting for somebody to do something um, and n- nothing happened. And uh, at, I, I'm a I'm a web designer. So I, I worked with a guy named Ryan Foose, who uh, also is a, uh, you know, pretty well-known designer. Um, now, Great stuff but, that uh, he has. Yeah. Um, but anyways, got to know him really well. And this conversation came up quite a bit. Um, about this area, uh, whether it's big enough, whether whether it has the uh, support for baseball. And so one time uh, we were just having beers and this was right after this is uh, five years ago, maybe now. Um, Rob Manfred, the commissioner, <laughs> came out and said one of the things he wants to do uh, during his tenure is to expand baseball. Uh, and this was during the all star break at some point, And uh, there was some talk about it and then they were asking what cities uh would he look at and he said you know that's it's way too early to even think about that then they pin him down they said just give us a few and he started list, listing a few and one of the cities he listed was charlotte um and so the conversation was really about that and we were just drinking watching watching baseball actually and uh and he and we started to say you know why wouldn't you mention raleigh like what's why does charlotte get all the sports uh, is it about population? You know, at that point, Raleigh was uh, starting to really grow. Uh, you can mm-hmm. really see things starting to happen here. Um, the population was rising. So we started to we started to ask, you know, what is it? Is it the, do we have too small of a population? Is it the, t- the TV market, the media market? Is there not enough money here? Um so we, we, we were just going piece by piece of a why, why wouldn't it happen? Why can't it happen? And then there's been a lot of talk about because the Bulls are in Durham. There was this idea floating around that, oh, you can't have a major league team because of the uh, 20, 25 mile rule. Uh, I believe it's is it rule 56. It's uh, one, of, one of the rules in the rule book that that was floating around a lot. So whenever I would ask somebody about it, uh, that was the answer all the mm-hmm. time. So we said, let's look at it. Let's uh, let's take the next couple of weeks and like really dig in and and just see see why. And, and and if it ends up that, you know, all the numbers make sense, let's talk about doing something. Right. Um, 
And so we did that. So over the next couple of weeks, we like dug into all this, all the data around like the civic data, basically around population, uh, media mark, all of that. Uh, and the crazy thing was that it, it just kept coming up that there really is no reason that Raleigh and, and the triangle should not be in this conversation. Um, and, you know, uh, if you go to the website, uh, MLBRaleigh.com, and if you go to the data tab, um, we kind of lay it all out there. Yeah, um, you do. So one of the so so we found there's a, there's a lot of misconceptions. So initially, uh, if you look at just city data based on population, Raleigh's really low. Um, but the funny thing that people don't really realize is, you know, we have the hurricanes, right? So how did we how did we end up with the hurricanes if we're too small of a market? And a very successful hurricanes as well. Yes, yes, yeah, and they're doing great now, and 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 they had a run early on. Um, and so when you looked at that during the time that they came to uh, came to Raleigh, there was actually a um, the uh, is it the and uh, the CSA which is, let me make sure I got all my stats right here. <laughs> yeah, it's the, uh, yeah, combined statistical area, okay? <laughs> and so, um, and there's the combined statistical area, and then there's the metro statistical area, so that's the MSA. So most cities go by the MSA, the metro statistical area. During the time that the hurricanes came, we had a, a metro statistical uh, a, a MSA that combined Raleigh and Durham. Okay, so our population numbers were, were large. So if you looked at emerging emerging areas for uh, for pro sports, our area was up there. Now between then and now, the cities have kind of gotten in a fight over uh, branding mm -hmm. and, and numbers, and they split it. So now you have a Durham MSA, and then you have our our MSA. Um, and so we looked at that and, and started to look at square mileage. Uh, yeah. So what are they really looking at? So if you drew a, drew a circle around, say, Cincinnati, okay, uh, that MSA would have the same square mileage as the old MSA that we had that was combined with Durham. Okay, gotcha. so if okay. you took that circle that's over any other city and plopped it over us, it would encompass Durham and Chapel Hill. Um, and that that number then puts us right in the running with Pittsburgh, Cincinnati, um, Kansas City and um, Milwaukee. So some so of the right, cities that already have. They have yeah, team. Team, team. They have teams. Um, and, you know, for instance, like the Brewers, they're doing great. Right. The Brewers are doing great as far as uh, putting uh, yeah. fans in the seats. Um. So these small markets, and I think the future of baseball really is these smaller markets, right? They're shrinking down the base, they're shrinking down the stadiums a little bit. A lot of the money's coming from TV. Um, so, anyways, so that that right there said, okay, well, the population's here uh, and only growing. So then we looked at every single major league market and and looked at growth rates. We're growing faster than every single major league market, current major league market. Uh, then we took a look at um, media market. So where do we where do we rank in there? And so when we looked at that, we were 25th overall. And actually that we are the only media market in the top 30 that does not have a actually doesn't have a team or a locally or regionally broadcast major league baseball team. 
Um, Interesting. If you live in Raleigh, you cannot watch the Orioles. Okay. You cannot watch the Nationals. You're blocked out of both of those. Um, You're actually blocked out of the Braves. You're, You're blocked out of the Braves up into Greensboro. So Durham, Raleigh, all of us, we we're blocked out from that too. So then you look at the map of major league baseball teams and we are sitting in the biggest dead zone on the East coast. <laughs> so major true. Baseball has no way to siphon money out of one of the fastest growing regions um, in America. So that was, a, that was another one. We said, okay, so major league baseball definitely has a reason to want to be here. Um, the populations here. So then we started to look at money. What do, do we have the income here? So we found that Raleigh is actually the number one richest metro area in the continent on the, in the uh, lower 48 without an M- major league baseball team within a hundred miles. Okay. What? So that's another stat that was crazy for us. Um, we started to look at overlap. So we started to look at well, if baseball came here, would it over? What would it overlap with other sports? Would it take away from the entertainment spend from other sports? And so you have zero months of overlap really with college basketball. You have one month of regular season overlap with hockey. You have one month of overlap with college football. Um, so you really don't have any any true overlap. So you have a whole chunk of time in the summer where you have basically a ton of people all making a lot of money and it's- unable to spend money on sports especially right now right right because rally this whole area is growing so fast yeah so which is mind-boggling when i when somebody was telling me this i'm like no like you know so many corporations you know are moving here listen the reason why you know me and my wife was because she got a job with a company that's you know putting a crap ton of money into you know building a, a facility here so yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. And, it, and it's only grown. Right. And so when we started to talk to people, so we got all this, we got all this data, um, you know, then we started to look at like tax revenue and how much the city brings in uh, for, you know, MLS versus MLB versus NBA, all of that turns out, you know, MLB is really the cash cow because um, as far as average number of people that come to a game, average number of home games, uh, MLB's, uh, you know, second in per game attendance, second only to the NFL, number one in home games, 81 home games. Next most is NBA with 41 home games. Correct. Uh, um, and then average uh, total home games attendance per season. You'd be looking at bringing two million people to the stadium. Uh, the next highest is NBA, which, which is 737,000. Uh, insane. It's not even yeah. in a million. Right. It, it's a it's a cash cow. And so all of these things came together and we said, look, there really isn't a reason. So then we went in to say, OK, well, what else are people saying? You know, we got mm-hmm. all the data here. Uh, so then when you start to talk to people, they start to talk about the rule, the 25 mile rule. Um, That's kind of so, like a moot point at this point, right, with the Minnesota Twins. Actually, actually, it was it was a uh, misconstrued uh really rule and so people were quoting that rule because they knew of it because the mudcats tried to move to raleigh uh at one point i remember that yeah durham Durham blocked them from the the bulls blocked them from doing that citing this rule pushing them out to zebulon now that rule does exist but it only exists for like the higher team so if triple a could tell double a hey you can't come here 
because you're within you're within our our region. Uh, but MLB would be the highest AAA would be able to come in and say, "No, we're coming. Uh, you can't do anything about it." Now there's arbitration that would have to happen. So we dug into this. We talked to people from minor league baseball. We talked to people uh, that that were a part of the Marlins organization when they expanded, um, and figured out, hey, that rule does not even uh, matter here. Uh, and then the next one was uh, Fortune 500. There's not enough Fortune 500 companies here. And, and we said, look, it's not about right now. We're, no one's expanding right now. Yeah. We're, we, if we're going to start talking about this, we're talking about this in five, six, seven years when it does expand. Uh, and you know, you, you're, you're, you're kidding yourself if you don't think that there's going to be more Fortune 500 headquarters here. Uh, in the near future. Apple's one of them. Yeah, you got Apple coming in now. You had Amazon that that had us as a finalist and and it's only going to keep growing. So so anyways, last a long way to say that we did our homework and we tried to punch holes in this idea and we couldn't. And so after we realized that we had all of this information, we said, what what are we going to do with it? We can't just put it on Twitter or tell people about it. You know, yeah. it's not going to, it's just going to fall on deaf ears. So we said, what if we create like a grassroots movement? Um, we're, we're not going to bring this to a billionaire and say, hey, billionaire, bring a baseball team here because we crunch some numbers. It's not going to happen. So the idea was to put together a movement um, that started from the community that, uh, you know, we'd work in branding. That was another, it was, this was, we had other ideas about like Raleigh's brand and, you know, they're struggling with kind of their, uh, their branding. Would we be able to, you know, take that conversation, merge it with the baseball conversation and do two things at once, take the money we make off of that brand that we create, put it back into the community. So kind of put our money where our mouth is um, and kind of maybe put, start to, get this conversation into the mainstream, get it into local media, bring it into national media um, and really start push, putting pressure on government officials, um, putting pressure on, uh, you know, potential investors that don't even have to be from this area. Um, and so that was the idea. You know, and, but, and I think, I think I saw it in one of your tweets or something like that is doesn't uh, major league baseball have, a list of potential owners that are just chomping at the bit of becoming an MLB owner. Yeah. So we, yeah, we didn't know that we uh, eventually, as this uh, got going, it got some uh, local attention, then it got some national attention. So Forbes reached out, Forbes was doing a couple pieces on major league baseball expansion. Yeah. Uh, And when we spoke to them, they had been obviously doing a ton of research about this. Um, they told us that uh, that Rob Manfred had told them that it's not really you don't need to really find an investor group or have an investor group. There's investor groups just sitting waiting for the right opportunity. Um, so that you know that's another option, right? It, you, you get the community um, getting loud enough, the numbers start making sense, and then it just becomes a good business idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, you're right. I mean, it's it, it, it makes sense being in such a, a fast growing area. Uh, still don't understand how 
had not the three major sports are not here because right. you got NFL, MLB, uh, and uh, NBA. Not one is here, right? Charlotte has an NBA team, has an NHL, uh, I'm sorry, NFL team already. So, right. And then, but here's, here's what, you know, I will be remiss if I don't ask this because a lot of my, you know, the people that listen to my podcast are, you know, I concentrate on minor league baseball, right? So what is the, um, the impact that that would the, a major league team coming here would have on the minor league system, right? Because there's a lot of minor league, you know, teams here in this area alone. Sure. Yeah. Your two biggest would be uh, obviously the bulls and the mud cats. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, so, so we looked into that too, right? We want to see, is there precedent to show that this could work, right? A major league team coming into like a, a hot minor league market yep. and not killing the mark minor league team. Cause we don't want to do that. Like we, you know, we're big bulls fans too. So, and the, and the bulls aren't going anywhere. They're the most, you know, historic. Yeah. They're not uh, going anywhere. Yeah. And in minor league baseball. So, um, yeah, so actually we, we went and looked and, um, so the Tacoma, uh, Rainiers, mm -hmm. so they're, they're near Seattle. Um, they were a big minor league team in the seventies. Mm -hmm. uh, and when the Seattle Mariners, um, the expansion started to come and the Mariners were going to go to Seattle, there was this exact same argument. People right. worry that the and at the time Seattle wasn't what it what it is today. Seattle actually had the same population that Raleigh uh, Raleigh has now. Okay, so they're almost in the exact same position. Same argument was happening. Tacoma okay. was twenty five miles. The stadium was twenty five miles exactly from where the um, Seattle Mariners stadium was proposed to be. Um, okay. So exact same situation. Uh, the Mariners end up coming. And guess what happens? It doesn't hurt Tacoma at all. In fact, Tacoma increases. Yeah. Um, you know, obviously the population was growing in that area as, as what, what would happen here. Um, and, you know, now Tacoma's right in the middle of attendance for minor league baseball. And I believe the Mariners are, you know, 14th or 15th, right in the middle uh, in attendance for major league baseball. And let's so, not forget that the, the Rainiers are their triple A team. For That's the Seattle Mariners. Right. And so um, there's precedent to show that that has worked. Um, not, you know, obviously there's a lot to work out, right? Um, yeah, there obviously. Arbitration, there would be the major league team have to pay uh, Durham for some losses. Um, That's kind of the rules that are in place, but it can happen. Right. And then at that point, you have a an expansion team or a team moving then you will have that discussion on, okay, so we, which team minor league system is going to be part of the, uh, the new M MLB rally franchise. So there is going to, I'm sure that if someone comes here, they would want to grab some of these local markets because it, it just makes sense, right? You have your local stars that are just going up on the, in, in the, on the, on the farm and then up to major league level. Right. Yeah. Well, I mean, we think that the perfect opportunity is Tampa. Um, you know, they're uh, the Bulls are, you know, the triple A team for the race. Um, and Tampa is in the midst of, you know, very, very possibly moving. Mm -hmm. um, and how perfect would it be if they move to this area? Uh, they move to Raleigh and their triple A team is 30 minutes down the road, 20 minutes down the road. Um you know, yeah. couldn't, couldn't work out better than that.
Did you right? My friend uh, Anna, uh, who runs a podcast as well, would not be happy because she's a huge race fan. Yeah, no, <laughs> uh, but I, I get that, right? I mean, there's there, there are markets right now. Um, you know, you got Oakland, who's you know same situation. You got uh, Tampa, who are in a position right now that they don't know what their future holds as far as having a you know whether are they going to stay there or leave or the the route that rob manford wants which is expansion right 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 yeah you're pre- oakland you know they're trying to work out they have like a this little uh, stadium situation that they're trying to work out over there by the bay um and i don't know if that's going to happen or not because i know uh, las vegas is really trying to get they're the, pushing uh, the a's so that could happen so you know vegas is obviously one of the expansion cities that that you know, would be in the running. Mm-hmm. Now, if the A's were to go there, you pull them from the running. Um, yeah. But you still they, need to do have more other teams because, you you know, that's a that's a relocation. That's not right. a an expansion team. Um, right. These relocations, I mean, Manfred has said the relocations will have to be settled before expansion were to happen. So gotcha. probably you're going to have to figure out what happens with the A's, what happens with the um, with the Rays. And potentially what happens with the Diamondbacks, um, who they're in the same situation where their ownership group keeps threatening movement. So, yeah, you know, there's a lot of moving pieces. But uh, now, now, have you looked at the other potential um, expansion cities as far as, you know, how do you rank among those expansion yep. cities? Yes. Yeah, so if you if you went to our site yep. uh, and there you, now. Go the, you go to the news tab, mm-hmm. um, there is a whole article called ranking the expansion cities there. OK. Yep. And so you so th- the main ones that we looked at were uh, obviously Nashville, Vegas, Portland, Charlotte. Mm-hmm. Um, so and obviously Montreal is a, always a, always lingering, always a potential. They are a massive market. So they got their act together. Um, you know, they're going to be in the running and they're going to they're going to dwarf everybody. OK, mm-hmm. but they've already had baseball and failed. So there's a lot of question about will it work? You know, right. Um, but, yeah, you start to look at total population. We're, we're in the middle there. Uh, we're above now. Now, again, I'm using the CSA. So I'm combining Raleigh, Durham, Chapel Hill, because it's only fair based on square mileage when you look at Nashville, Vegas, Portland, Charlotte. There and even it. even at that point, Vegas has a bigger square mileage, and yet you're not too far away. No, right. Very close. And you know what? We are due to update these numbers. So uh, these numbers are two years old in, in this area. Uh, okay. Like so we need to do that. So population, uh, um, when, you, when you go population per square mile, we're Charlotte's number one at 499, Raleigh's number, uh, Raleigh, Durham, Chapel Hill, CSA's uh, second at 399, and then Portland, Nashville, Vegas. So, I mean, I think that's interesting. Uh, television market-wise, Portland uh, is number one, but not by far. Charlotte's two, and we are right behind them. And again, we need to update these numbers because uh, – I do know that Wake County has been growing faster than Mecklenburg. So maybe we surpass them. At right. Point. And we are currently the both of us are in Wake County. Yes, correct. And Wake County is currently bigger than Mecklenburg County as of, I believe, this past year. Interesting. Um, median household income. We looked at that. Portland's the only one at 71,000. 
72,000 um, median household income. Raleigh, Durham's number two at 66. Nashville, three. Uh, Charlotte, four. Vegas, five. Populate, uh, projected population growth. Uh, Raleigh Metro at 2.3%, number one over Vegas, which is 2.2, Charlotte at two, Nashville at 1.8, and Portland at 1.3. Interesting. Interesting. Um, and and again, you said these yeah. are two years old. These numbers are two years old. These are two years old. So um, we will probably wait. Um, you know, we could go back. It, it, it's a ton of work to put this all together. Oh, I'm sure so it is. Yeah. We we're probably going to wait probably until, um, we get the next updated group of numbers mm -hmm. and then redo the site, uh, with all the updated data. It just, it makes sense. I like it. I mean, job growth again, Raleigh Metro, it's right there. It, it's, yep. you know, number one there, uh, population growth, like you said, uh, it, it's, it, it, if you're looking at just at the numbers alone, right. It's it, it makes sense. And I get that because it's fast. It's growing, you know, yeah. and and if you want to expand, if you and baseball, you know, baseball has such a huge problem right now with just like, you know, people wanting to, you know, they want baseball. They want more. But it's just like they're they're getting in their own way. At so, you know, I, and I, it frustrates the heck out of me. Um, so you have such an air big area that you already have a blackout for three major league teams. Yeah, three. It's yeah, insane. Major League Baseball, they're not siphoning any money from this area. I mean, I'm sure they know that. Um, so I'm sure when expansion happens that they are going to take a hard look at North Carolina. Um, and they, we, they will be dumb not to. Yeah, and the goal for us is to make our case. You know, we were waiting for someone to do this. That's the mm -hmm. thing. You know, we're just a couple of designers that, you know, had, had an idea of uh, – had this idea – but the thing is, is we, no one was doing it. So, mm -hmm. so we're like, you know what, the time to do it's now it's not when they start expanding, it's too late. Everyone else has the wheels in motion. So we need to get these wheels in motion. You needed to start yesterday. Right. Yeah. So, so that was the point, that was the point of all this. And, you know, the big thing is to, to showcase our area over Charlotte really. Because yeah. If it ends up coming down to, Hey, North Carolina is the market. Who, who gets the team? It's going to be a fight between the two of you. Charlotte. Yeah. Um, and so we, you know, again, you can go to that news tab and, and say what, you know, that we have a whole Raleigh versus Charlotte section. Um, but to be honest with you, you know, Charlotte doesn't want to hear it. They, they don't want to hear it, but they have a lot of hurdles. Okay. They have, uh, for one, the Knights are a big hurdle for them. They have a downtown ballpark, a very successful minor league team. Um, that you know, first off, the expansion fees are you're talking a billion dollars. So, uh, yeah, you, you, you know, that a huge amount of money to just to get in. Now you're going to have to buy out a minor league franchise. You're going to have to tear down a stadium because that stadium, when it was being built, there was a huge argument. There was lawsuits because uh, a bunch of law firms wanted MLB. I remember that. I remember yeah. reading that article. Yeah that they were suing for, you know, preventing the minor league team to coming to downtown Charlotte for that very same reason, because they wanted an MLB team and then boom, they lost. Yeah. They, they lost that, right. They ran that guy, they ran that law firm out of town, but uh, he had a point because they built that stadium. And first off, they made a big mistake because the area where they built it, they do not have enough room to expand. So that's, uh, that's public knowledge. 
They can't it's over, expand it, that stadium to major league size. Yeah, I've been there. I've been in that area. It's I, listen, gorgeous ballpark. Yes. Absolutely oh, gorgeous. Beautiful. Yeah, I love going to that ballpark. There's nothing else. Like every there's buildings already been erected there. Everything. Yeah. It's. I mean, it's. There's nothing. You can't go anywhere. Yeah. So so that's a hurdle for them. Um, the other hurdle for them just happened. Um, you know, there's there's obviously the overlap hurdle where you, you know you have a a city that's not a huge market and you're stretched thin with um, NBA, NFL, NASCAR. You have a lot of entertainment spend going a lot of places there. Um, and then you're going to bring in MLB. Well, now you just added in MLS. Okay. Correct. Correct. So they just landed MLS. And if people don't understand w- what happened with that is the owner of the NFL, the, the Panthers mm-hmm. Tepper bought the ML, the MLS team. Okay. And so he's going to have them play at the Panther stadium until they build their own stadium. Now, this is the guy, this is Charlotte's guy. I mean, he's getting tax breaks. He's bringing in, you know, he has a good relationship with that city. He just bought an MLS team. MLS, the entire season is an overlap with baseball. If people think that he, either he He's not going to bring it, right? He's already made his investment. Yeah, he's already uh, got his money where, you know, yes. invested, yeah. He's not bringing MLB because he will he cannibalize his, you know, millions and millions of dollars he just poured into MLS. Um, so you have that problem. And then with his relationship with the city, he's going to do everything he can to probably to block. To prevent MLB it from having another team. Yeah. Yeah, his investments. So so they have a lot, they have a lot of hurdles that they – you know, they don't want to talk about. Um, meanwhile, over here, you know, we just went through it all. We There is no hurdles here. It's, Correct. You got to just have the people with the money uh, come to the table. And, you know, we've been working on getting the local government involved. And, you know, to be frank, they just seemed a little nervous. Okay. They seem a little nervous to uh, throw their hat in the ring and start talking about this. Um, and they don't need to talk about taxes and they don't need to talk. All they need to do is come out and say, hey, we want to work to see what it would take to to get on the radar for MLB. I was just going to say they don't need to talk about you know because I'm sure there's going to be a discussion later on once it is decided. Right. All right. So, okay, you guys are one of the finalists. What can we do? What can you guys do? How can we work on this? That's when the money comes in. Right. Um, But, yeah, I mean. You know, that's that's the next phase, really. And mm-hmm. and we've done our you know, we've sat down with city council uh, people and, you know, talked to them. And, you know, the thing is, is we just we just got to keep pushing with the community because right. the more community pushes on them, uh, that's their constituents, the more they're going to feel um, confident in coming out and starting to talk. Yeah, about community. yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, I hope you guys enjoy that episode with Lou and MLB Rally. Now, stay tuned because this is just part one. Part two is next week. And when we finish the whole discussion on really bringing a major league baseball team to North Carolina, what the implications are with um, having so many minor league teams in the area, as well as some uh, highlighting of some uh, artists that did some renderings on what their vision of a major league baseball team here in North Carolina uh, really would look like. Don't forget, we also have my famous not so famous questions that we're going to be touching upon on uh, at the end of the interview. 
If you again, if you like what you're listening to, please consider subscribing and giving it five stars. More uh, more five stars I get, the higher I go up in the rankings, the more people listen to this episode. All right, guys. Until then, keep on grinding and always support the minor leagues. See ya. This podcast is brought to you by the Curve Print Media Network. This podcast is part of the Curved Brim Media Network. Here are some of the other members of Curved Brim Media. Hi, this is Ed Rivera of the Data Chronicles. Join me as I interview people just like you and players, coaches, GMs on the path that led you to become a fan of the sport. I'm Paul Caputo, and on the Baseball by Design podcast, I talk to minor league baseball teams, designers, and other super interesting people about what these minor league baseball logos mean, and I talk a little bit about ice cream helmets. What's up, Bucketheads? I'm Anna DiTomaso, and each week on the Baseball Bucket List podcast, I speak with a different fan about their favorite baseball memories, what the game means to them, and what's left to check off on their baseball bucket list. Hey guys, this is Patrick Larson from the Minor League Baseball Hat History Series. And in every episode, I go through the history of minor league teams through my personal collection of hats. You can find me on Twitter at at PatLarson1. I hope you guys enjoy. This is Patrick. And Corey. Of BaseballMapper.com. And we have made an interactive map to help highlight all baseball teams from the majors down to collegiate summer leagues. We want to bring you closer to baseball. So get on the site and find a team near you today. Learn more about Curve Brand Media at curvebrandmedia.com.